want. Right. Like, your main character is Jerry. It's like, I don't even know what's going on. George! D&D is just, it's just, it's improvising for people who don't realize that it's improvising. I know. Yes. And and that's why I think you're really fun to play with because you, uh, you're, you are more comfortable in a, open world than most most people need structure whereas you prefer none bits 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 bits, yes, bits, bits, bits. bits. i'll fit we'll, we'll build the structure i don't we'll like this sword jerry i don't like it i don't like it at all so, <laughs> the time i played with larry uh our ship gets attacked by a giant octopus and you know we're low-level characters and we're just starting and so we all run up to the deck to fight the monster and larry runs down below to find a kitchen and vince our dm is like what are you doing? And Larry's like... Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm running away from the fight. And he's like, where are you going? I was like, I have a purpose. Larry's like, is there a kitchen? And Vince is like, well, I guess. And Larry's like, well, if there's a kitchen, then there must be food. And Vince is like, okay. (laughs) And he's like, and since we're on a boat, it would be fish. And Vince is just like, what is happening? And then Larry's like, I break open the window and throw the fish to the monster. Like, no, they didn't have fish. They had cheese. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ooh, so you had fondue on this I'm fancy just, D&D I'm game? I'm just throwing, like, dried cheese at this fucking giant squid that's attacking the ship, being like, I befriend the squid! And he's like, you're going to have to roll a 20, buddy. Speaking of throwing, today's topic, today's episode, we're doing a sports movie again. It's been a long while. But, no, uh, false start! Got the boys back. Caleb Westman and Larry Simonson are here doing one of Caleb's easily top 10 movies of all time. Yeah? Top 10 sport lap. Well, why didn't we top five? God, look movies. how young he looks there. I know. Then you realize how old this movie is. Yeah. Uh, since this is not a visual podcast, listeners, we have blue chips of the movie actually playing in, on mute in the background. Just here, so, so we can remember bits and pieces and bits and pieces. But yes, it is the 1994 sensation known as Blue Chips, I'm your host Andrew Van, again with Caleb Wesman, with Larry Simonson, and we're here to break down Blue Chips as we also go down and ask the hot questions that you didn't want, nor did you ask for, from this sensational movie that people forgot that Al Bundy is in. Oh, yeah, Bundy's dad in from the dad from Married with Children. Can I talk about other people being in this movie real quick? Go on. It's really funny that the opening scene, or the second scene, has Rick Pitino in it, in yeah. a movie about uh, recruiting violations. Now in 2020, since Rick Pitino just got fired in disgrace for having all these recruiting violations. Oh, I did not know that. So you're yeah. saying that this is where Rick he Pitino, got his... Rick Pitino was given bags of cash, Adidas bags of cash <laughs> to is, kids. This and... is where he got the idea from. Yeah, I think so. He's I like, so. wait, if I did it and I was careful. The the thing about Blue Chips, I don't know if, Larry, you, you don't really follow sports that way, but uh, Blue Chips kind of... Um, at the time was a bit controversial because a lot of like hardline basketball people were like this stuff doesn't happen and everyone kind of knew it did sports writers and stuff were like absolutely this is happening bullshit this is the people who spoke up were the ones who probably had it happen to them like nope totally didn't fart not me that's not right. at all that's yeah. right so, you who smelt it dealt it yeah so we're gonna break down the hot topics here Larry and Caleb are gonna go back and forth and decide on the questions I want to give him and then later we'll do a little buy and sell where they're gonna have to disagree or agree. On a statement made, blue chips. Here we go. First hot topic question. How could Coach Bell treat an all-state high school football legend like Al Bundy like shit? <laughs> How could he, Caleb? 
<laughs> well, Al fell pretty far, man. Instead of being a instead of being a college star, now he's just a sleazy reporter that's screwing over Western. Sleazy. He scored four touchdowns <laughs> in his final state championship high school game. Well, then he should know that sports rule at Western, and just just let it alone, man. Don't report on Happy, and don't report on any of them. Yeah, and I honestly don't even really understand. I'm gonna agree with you here on this, Caleb. I I, I don't honestly understand what uh what what his his goal is as a reporter because every time every scene that we see him in it he's just like we gotta we gotta get these guys for it it's like what are you a cop like (laughs) you're a reporter like why are you being so intense about this you're not exactly uh you're not exactly uh uh it it doesn't you don't really ever get the sense that he's doing it for a sense of justice or like to like find the truth you get the sense he's trying to fuck over yeah he seems to hate coach bell yeah he seems to really have an axe to grind i mean let's just say like blue chips is what the uh, what was the All the President's Men movie about oh, Watergate? Yeah. All the President's Men. Uh, yeah, but you never in All the President's Men get the sense that they're trying to fuck over uh, uh, Nixon or or the administration. Plus, that stuff happened. Yeah, <laughs> this is fiction. this stuff happened too. Like, it turns out it did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never you never get that that sense in that movie or or in real life. Uh, question: Hot topic two. If the incident that we just said where. Coach Bell goes in and out and in and out of the room, slamming the water cooler, the very, breaking the benches, the very shitting on the, the kids. Movie. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you just quit if you're on his team? <laughs> why would you take that overly fatherly abuse? Do you know, I, I think uh, I think a lot of the kids, like, uh, I say kids, they're college students, they're young, young men. I, I would say that a lot of them just, they kind of know. They're like, we've had a losing season. We're doing, we're, we're, we're being like shit. I would like to imagine that Coach Bell probably didn't, start off the first game that they lost oh, hang on. this, this way. is the coach bell shower scene oh yeah <sighs> all right sorry go ahead <laughs> sorry a moment of silence for naked coach bell anyway uh i i feel like um he probably didn't start out that way it was probably a progression like every game that they lost was like a build-up like he'd get more and more heated and this one like all of them were like we deserve this we just we deserve this ass chewing we're getting right now <laughs> i think it's stockholm syndrome I think at this point they're just like they love him because he's so abusive towards them. <laughs> Batter woman syndrome. Oh my god. Uh, bonus question: Do you think that was a body double in that shower scene behind the by the mirrored glass? No, I no. think Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte? I think he's getting butt naked. Nick Nolte is like, oh, a chance to get naked? I don't even. I, I won't wear the sock, guys. I I'll wanna, do it for real. I want to do a shower scene. Nick, we don't need you to do a shower. I want to do a shower scene. Yeah, it's really, it's really egregious. I mean. He doesn't need to, yeah. that. The fact that he's in the shower is kind of. I guess he's washing off the disappointment. That's the symbolism. But. <laughs> Nick, you can just be in your office. No, I don't want to do a shower scene. Yeah. And I'm then just, here he just he just closes the press conference. He's like, Nah, I'm fucking guys. Everyone wants to see me do a shower scene. That's what he's <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm clean now. I'm clean. I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. What's your <laughs> argument to convince a kid to play college ball instead of going straight to the base? So in real life. It wasn't until the year after LeBron James came to the NBA. He was 18. He was the last eligible high school player to go straight from the high school level to the NBA when he went to the Cavaliers back in, uh, how long has it been, 2004? Four, yeah, 2004. Four. Yeah, he's, well, he's 36th in December. Three, right? Oh, four was his first season. Oh, three was right. when he went. And so before that, uh, so after that, you were, it was mandatory kids had to play at least one year college ball and then can go to the NBA. 
Look at this guy who looks like Chris Pine just sitting behind Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I know it's not Chris Pine. It obviously can't be because this is like, when this movie come out in 94? But that guy looks just like Chris Pine. That's so funny. Anyway, sorry. Nice. What do we do to convince somebody to come to college? Yeah, well, if you were a coach, how do you convince a kid? So here's here's my here's my thing. A couple of years ago, I listened to Mike and Mike in the morning, which shows you how dated this conversation is. And I say Mike and Mike. And they talked about the dynamics between why more African-American kids go to play football and basketball immediately into the pros rather than play in soccer, hockey, or in baseball. And the argument was like in baseball and in hockey, there's a farm system. It takes a couple of years before you get to the pros. And then by the time you get to the pros, it's still like a lottery shot at some point. And while you're in the farm, you're only making like 30, 35,000 tops. While NBA, you play one year in college, you're making millions of dollars if you get lucky enough Football, play three years or two and a half, you're eligible, and then you can hopefully get rich if you make it big enough, right? So the thing is with with college, I'm asking you, if you were sitting in front of a young kid who's saying, Mm -hmm. yo, I can just go play ball right now, why would I want to go to your school? What would your argument be? If you're you're Nick Nolte, if you're Coach Bell, and you've got this grizzly, you're you're coming out of the shower, and you're like, all right, let's talk about your recruitment. So, So first of all, I wouldn't. Right, I think kids should go straight to the NBA. All right, you can always go back to college. True, um, but a couple of players have done that pretty famously. Like went back and got that degree. But all right, let, let's say I am that coach and I have to do it. I would yep. say, um, I would say development happens incrementally, and you at eighteen, your body and your skill level is not ready to play against men. And if you go into the league and bomb out, you'll be done quickly, and you won't be able to recover, and you'll kind of. Mm destroy your development instead come to college where you're still going to be good enough to get by even if you even if your body isn't ready your skills are good enough to to still dominate and we can train you up on these other things we can train you up on the fundamentals and we can get your body ready build your strength and get you prepared to play against adult professional men sign me up i'm playing for coach westman right now Mm -hmm. larry uh, I think I would take a slightly different track from this. That was that was that seems like really good yeah, advice. I think in my bit. case, I would go much more for the ego and vanity on it, and just to tell them like, listen, straight up, you're going to be coming into into the college uh, scene, and like you're going to be fucking gods on this campus uh, as sports players. You're going to get all the girls. You're going to be uh, at all the parties. Uh, like you're you're gonna if you go straight to professional. That's not really going to happen. You'll go to parties and you'll be surrounded by people, but they're not going to like know. Any, they're not going to be like, "Oh, this person's amazing." Versus like, you do that in a small college scene, you're going to be uh, treated like uh, like like the the gods you deserve. I'm not saying it's right. Big I'm just saying campus. you're going to be big man on campus. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that that's the argument I would go for if I was actually uh, bringing up a, a bad sports team. That's a good one. Hey, can't go where I'm at. Hey, man, there's hot chicks in college. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, Ricky, uh, I don't know if you realize this, but WU has a lot of hot girls. <laughs> are, you, are you into hot 20-year-olds? Because uh, we got 20,000 of them. Nice. So it sounds like you got Ricky, which, Ricky, I think the quote for the movie was, the things I do to girls. I, I, think, like, I, think, I, think girls I think girls will really like what I can do. <laughs> yeah, I that right, part, when, so I had never caught that. I've watched this movie a dozen times. But I never caught that before, and I was like, wait, Yikes. what does he mean there? <laughs> I think I know what he means. Yeah. He's like got a resume, and every girl he ever like goes out with, he's like, I think you'll be really interested in the skills I bring to the table. Ricky is just like an awkward, taller Dwight Schrute to me. He's kind of like, you want to come back to my farm? 
See what I can do to you. Yeah, I mean, think about it. He's a rural <laughs> Indiana kid. I'm really yep. good at shucking corn. The, yeah, his dad is, um, like, pretty out there. And he definitely doesn't interact with other people very much. Nope. I mean, that court he's playing on doesn't look like he's ever had a friend over. You guys ever seen how fast I can eat this corn on the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> he also, like... To me, I mean, this is ninety four, so maybe thirty thousand like inflation is is way more than I think. Uh, nineteen ninety four to now, yeah, it's probably it's it's definitely more than double. Fifty, uh, I say fifty four thousand. You gonna look it up? Seventy five. But like it, another Dwight Schrute moment. Kind of, it reminded me when Dwight was telling Jim, like, in my hell, I'm the assistant regional manager in hell. Ask me how much I make. How much? Eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what I remember. I was like. He only asked me 30? 52, like, 52, 8. Oh, damn it, I was pretty over. Pretty close. Pretty good, though. Yeah. I don't even know economics. Take that. Uh, business school at upstate South Carolina. What in the house? All right. Hot topic number four. Right. Speaking of Ricky. That was weird. How did Ricky get so good at playing a basketball in the dirt? <laughs> Dude, Indiana makes shooters, dog. I mean, Indiana is putting out shooters. Big, tall, lanky mm-hmm. farm kids that can just stroke it. Larry Bird, man. Mm-hmm. He's from yeah. French Lick. The hit from French Lick. They, they even show him in the movie. They're in a parade with him. My cousin got married in French Lick, so I've been to French Lick, Indiana. What? Yeah, I think I've been on the road they were on. Listen, if Is it as rural as we think in the movie? I'm going to have to insist yeah. that you don't say the words French and Lick right after each other anymore. French Lick. Stop it. Why do you keep licking your lips every time I you say I don't understand it? why he keeps going lick. French Lick. Okay, and, and Larry just spit upon himself, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do you do you want to know what I think? Hmm. I think that uh, uh, he he just got that good practicing. He was just throwing wood into wood chippers. <laughs> yeah, he's just like he's like, all right, son. His dad just kept having him like move further and further back away from the chute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, what happens to Butch's family? So so you see, he gets oh. recruited. And Butch's mom gets a nice, like, skyline job. They ain't my rules. Mm-hmm. And gets a nice house right. with a yard. Yeah. Just saying. I, I, that Honestly, that whole scene with the mom where, where she's just like, they ain't my rules. That's like, right. I was just like, oh, this is the thesis of the movie. Yeah, true that. For real. Hey, so, so you know, do what, you know the... what your son's going to, what would your son be if we took him like that? A millionaire. A millionaire. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, Good oh, point. this movie's thesis is right Good here. Good point. Um, it is kind of deep like that. It's not just the the movie could have been just recruiting violations are bad, but it's not really. It's mm-hmm. like, look, the rules don't make the a love ton of, the game. of sense. The love of the game. Yeah, you're ruining the game with this. You shit. know what's funny is that that almost exact scenario is what happened to Reggie Bush. Yep. Some USC donor bought his mom a house and, and a car. car. Yep. And um, the Cam Newton thing was his dad ended up with a job at one of those places or yep. was going to get a job. That happens a lot. So what happened to But Reggie family? had his trophy taken away and USC's trophy taken away. Cam, I don't think actually anything happened to Cam. Nothing has ever happened or Auburn. to Cam. Yeah. And if you watch some of the interviews with him, he's real sly about it. He got that that thousand watt smile and he just I don't know. That's don't know probably the only interview Cam's ever been sly at. Lately it's just I don't know why we lose. <laughs> yeah, I love Cam Newton, man. I just think he's oh, a cool guy. So what was the question? It was uh it was what happens, what happens? to his family after what after, happens? after Butch leaves. Mm-hmm. Does Butch? No, he does. He does drop out. It says at the end of the movie, doesn't it? Yep. Butch and Neon drop out. Go to the NBA the next year. 
Well, Butch McRae in real life is Penny Hardaway, and he becomes a millionaire all-star. So I think his right. family's doing fine. And he only gets uh, three years with Shaq, I think, because Shaq came out 92. I think Penny came out 93. So this movie came out. Shaq had been in the league one year. Okay, so he and, came in 93. And honestly, what I've heard, and I don't know if this this might be apocryphal, but I've heard that, he, that Shaq enjoyed the basketball with Penny Hardaway, like, you know, just shoot-around games during this movie and practice and all that. That he enjoyed it so much that he kind of convinced the Magic to draft Penny. Nice. I think, no, because then, what year did Shaq go to the Lakers? 98? Yes, 98 to 2004. Was he was Shaq's first year. year with the Lakers, 98? 98, 99, 2000, they won? And then, no, they won 99, 2001, and they lost in 02 to the Pistons. Yeah, and then he right. won 2005 with Dwayne. Right, so I guess Penny and him got... Four years together. Yeah. And then Penny tore his knee, which sucks, man. Penny, I honestly believe if Penny doesn't tear his knee and they don't trade Shaq, that you've never, you would have never heard of Kobe Bryant. He would have just been some shooting guard that scored a lot of points and didn't really do anything. I think, uh, I think Penny Hardaway would have been Kobe Bryant. I think he's a better shooter and a better scorer. But that's just my personal thing. Yeah, we'll never know. So what happens to his mom? What happens to his mom? She's fine. She has a bigger house and she lives in LA. Yeah. And she's loaded. You don't think nothing comes comes after her? No, you can't. It's not illegal. It's not illegal for her to take those donations. It's, I mean, it's a they gift. can take that. They can take that house away, I guess, because it, well, there was somebody who co-signed with it, I suppose. Right. So they can they can do that because you're no longer giving it to her. But dude's in the NBA now. Um, I think she's fine because Happy is defeated, right? So Happy. <laughs> Happy, happy dies. He's given the death penalty for breaking these rules, right? For all these, all these violations. He gets so dragged away too. I'll, I'll get you next time, Coach Bell. <laughs> if it wasn't for you and those meddling kids, you're nothing. You're nothing without me, Bell. Do they? Is that just security taking away, or are they arresting him in that scene? I think they're just pushing it, him out. It's also not illegal. Supremely unclear, but I'm pretty sure they're taking him out back to shoot, <laughs> to kill him, <laughs> to kill him. Yeah, it's a violation, but yeah. like. Not necessarily law violation. Right. The, so. the Rick Patino case, some of those guys went well, to jail because it was fraudulent. They were doing things that yeah, were considered fraudulent. I, I'm pretty sure if it's 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 considered a finance uh, rule. If it, I I was I thought of any kind of financial rules when it came to sports were considered legal, like the, the, because they're like a rule, they get tried as like a fraud. It depends. So, like the Adidas case, um, they were caught de like they got charged with defrauding um, a few organizations um, and defrauding. Um, I think there was like a charity set up. But the thing is, like these boosters are so smart. Like that's why Reggie Bush mom was she didn't own that house. Yeah. So it's like I can let Larry stay in my house for any reason. It's nobody's business but mine. So. You know. Yeah, you, you don't need to know the arrangement. Yeah, that's why almost, it's almost never a criminal case. Yeah, the Adidas if, thing. If they kicked her out once he dropped out of college, then I think there might be they yeah. they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't lay a hand on her. They can't kick her out because right. if they do, then it becomes very apparent that, that what the what right. the um uh the arrangement was exactly. Um, I think the Adidas thing actually started as like an IRS investigation into uh, tax fraud. I okay. think that's how it started. There were other there were other shenanigans going on on yeah. top of the yeah. not illegal shenanigans. Does no one else think that Nick Nolte looks like a healthy Kevin Bacon? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I, I hesitate to make this comparison. He reminds me in mannerism 
Not in completely in looks, but in mannerisms to uh, to someone I work with, actually. That's funny. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of, it's not uncanny. It's not that close, but it is close enough. And I'm like, oh, jeez. It gives you one of those <laughs> like, weird feelings. I'm going to have to like bring it up to some of my other coworkers to, to see if they agree. Show everybody blue chips in the office. Does this <laughs> look like Dave? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next hot topic. You brought up Happy a second ago. My next question is, does Happy live in the Fresh Prince Manor? <laughs> in West Philadelphia, born and raised. No, in uh, Western College, frauding all day. <laughs> What's uh, up, Arliss? Yeah, Ar- Arliss. Oh, Arliss ah. is in this. He plays the same fucking character in everything. That's about. I'm very time. hairy. Yeah. My hair is nuts. It kind of looks like I've been messing with it with my hair. My tie is enormous, and my suspenders are wide. Hey, do we need a salesman that's a not-handsome version of Michael Keaton? Arliss. <laughs> I need a very Jewish-looking man for this scene. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. Um, Sorry, what was the question? Uh, does Happy live in the Fresh Prince Mansion? Um, Yes. I'm just going to go with yes. I... I, I we're coming up on it pretty soon. No, we're a ways away. We're probably like 20, 30 minutes away from that scene. Uh, so we won't see it for a bit. But it wouldn't surprise me to find it out. Oh, here he goes. Recruiting Butch in Chicago. Now we're in Chicago. That's right. He just knows every high school. From I think Western is located in South Carol. Or no, it's Southern California. California. It's, Southern, it's supposed to be Southern California. California. Yeah, so Southern Cal. So that's why I said it's like the UCLA time. So Cal, yeah. Um, he just apparently knows every high school coach in the country because he just walks into this guy's office um, in Chicago. And Maybe he's recruited from this this same high school before. I think that the idea is that Tony played at this high school. Well, they were also going, they were just now, before they went to the scene, they were looking at a list of like... Ranked. Yeah, top high school players. Yeah, Right, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyways. What do you think? Fresh Prince uh, uh, Mansion? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think Uncle Phil ends up buying it from him... <laughs> After he, he resi- after happy happy resigns in disgrace. You mean he's shot outside the back? Right when he the dies, camp. when he dies, the house goes into arrears, <laughs> and Uncle Phil gets it for a steal at auction. Oh I love God. this two tiered basketball court, like it's an ECW wrestling gym or something. That's right. Like I'm just expecting like RVD to throw oh. himself off the top. Also, all these kids with their legs dangling off of the balcony. There are like six. Um, Hall of Fame college basketball coaches in this movie, which is so funny to me that they just wanted to be in it in a movie that's kind of about how shady college basketball is. Like Jim Beheim is all the way on the left there, and then all four of these other guys. All I don't these know other their recruiters. Names. Yeah, I don't know their names, but they're the, all famous. Who's the coaches. guy with the enormous uh, glamour uh, glasses there? I'm not sure, but that's I know that there's a famous basketball coach. I just can't remember who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. These guys are so funny. And they're all sitting around like, hey, who's going to go in first and give a hand job to the high school yeah, principal? He, just, he, he knows, just knows the lady everybody. in the front office. He yeah. might so not. Funny. He might actually not. <laughs> he, that's just who he is. I mean, that's just who Coach Bell... I mean, Coach Bell legit lies to several different people about his... <laughs> about uh, his religion. About his Christian, which Christian denomination he's a part of. It's hilarious. And then the coach looks like Montel Williams here coming out. No, that is Montel Williams. No, it's not Montel Williams. But Isn't that guy Shaft? In the original Shaft? Oh, shit. I think it might be. No. All right. Larry, while you look that up, I'll ask Caleb the next question. Uh, what do you think Tony got paid? Did he make it in the EuroLeague? Um, yeah. I think EuroLeague players make a bundle. I think you're talking like 800000 to a mil and a half a year for like a mid-level starter. 
and like a star on a team, I think you're talking two, three million dollars at this time, maybe a bit less, but yeah, I think you're, I think you're raking in the cash, man. I mean, he definitely bounces around a good bit. So, is that a smooth motherfucker, Larry? No, it's not Shaft. What you talking about? Well, we just terrible people then. Just talking about Shaft. Mm-hmm. Well, Larry, what do you think, Tony? Mate, what do you think he got paid? Tony, who now? Tony, uh, McRae. No, yeah, Tony. no. Uh, yeah, Tony TV. Failing TV. Oh, that's right. Tony was failing TV. And he got his girlfriend knocked up, too. Oh, what do you, we think he got paid to uh, to uh, throw the game? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I How thought you he... asked if what he got paid in the Euro League. Yeah, what did he get paid? Because it said in the end of the movie, he he uh, he went to the Euro League. Oh, what did he get paid to play in the Euro League? Yeah. Not, not how much he got paid by Happy to like... No, no, how much he got paid by Happy, yes. And then what do you think he made in the Euro League? Uh, how much he got paid by half? It's something ridiculously small that was definitely yes. not. Worth. He seemed very ashamed. Like, like, like he, like, what year is this? Nineteen ninety four. He got yeah. a Super Nintendo. Like, not even <laughs> like something stupid with like no a, games. Yeah, like a Sega no, Genesis no. with like Sonic. He got a Super Nintendo with Mortal Kombat, which was censored, unlike the Genesis version, which is far superior. Right. Like it was something. <laughs> it was something definitely not worth uh, putting his his uh, his his ethics on the line. Coach Bill goes in the room. He's like. Oh, is that a is that a super scope? <laughs> That's for the Euro League. Uh, I don't know what's typical pay. I don't. I have no context. Well, I mean, Ricky I asked for thirty G's. I mean, yeah, my man had that money. Like he had that note ready. Like, and I love the scene was very uh, Captain America Winter Soldier esque. So, like, one of the scenes I used to watch in a sales meeting years ago was the scene where Cap is in the elevator with the bad guys. And you see, like, sweat coming down one of the brows oh, of the yeah. dudes, the yeah, hair standing up. You just see him, like, analyzing, like, oh, these fuckers are about to betray me. Right. And then he's like, all right, before we begin, does anyone want to get out? And then he, like, beats them all up. This reminds me of Tony, because like, he's sitting there like, I need this, I need this, and I want this. And, like, the whole time they're showing his, like, sweat yeah. getting heavier and heavier as he speaks. And Coach Bill's like, well, get, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. That oh, wasn't Tony. That was that was Ricky. No, no, Ricky's the farm kid. Yeah, Ricky's thought, the one who asked for thirty grand. Ricky's the one who gets thirty grand. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. I meant yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant Ricky, but yeah, but Tony's the question I meant to ask. Yeah, Tony's Tony's the kid who uh, who rigs the game and is like uh, and uh, got paid nothing. Is what we were ho- hypothesizing. Probably, probably got paid nothing. Yeah, yeah, or paid s- shit. Can I say also, Penny Hardaway is just so good at acting. Oh, legitimately, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like he's I, he's very, very good. Believable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's also like, you know, acting next to like Alfred, uh, Alfred Woodward. Woodward. Yeah, like who's a powerhouse? I, honestly, yes. Alfred Woodard. I was and, like, I was like, Nick oh Nolte. man, this might be yeah. the youngest movie I've seen her in. Yeah, it's her and Nick Nolte in a scene, and you've got to carry it. And it's your first movie and ever. They're both really good. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're playing off each other, and there's a lot of just like, you can they feel the rules. tension between <laughs> them. Yeah. <laughs> You can feel the tension between them, and Penny holds his own in these scenes. I love that yeah. they have a picture of uh, Nelson Mandela up on the wall. I like love how they have one. plastic all over their couches. I had that shit too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, my grandparents did that. Were your parents also Italian? No, my grandparents. Oh, I don't. I don't think Bush McRae's mother's Italian. Yeah, something tells me. <laughs> uh, number eight is the NCAA banned for three years too much. Uh, that's more than than uh, Pony Express got. That's more than uh, SMU got. SMU got a one year death penalty. Death um, penalty. Yeah. Well, that's what they call it when your program oh. is 
disbanded for one year. Well, they um, ban and they take away draft picks. No, not draft picks, but they take away um, scholarships. scholarships. So there it is. SMU was literally had guys on payroll. This, like, this, they had payroll checks going out. This is the scene under the L, under the uh, the train tracks, yep. where they're talking about it. This is a great. This scene. is the thesis of the movie. Yep. Anyway, ain't my rules. These ain't my rules. What's your song gonna be if we take him like that? A millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think? Is is a three year ban too much for Western? Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think it's. Kind of, I mean, especially for rules that clearly aren't really that well enforced for it to have clearly have been going on for a while. Uh, if you were going to ban, it, it almost seems like Bell got caught on his first time here. But it sounds like clearly the Booster Club has like some serious issues because it's a known thing. It's kind of an open secret at WU that like the football team. Is yep. rife with this Stacks shit. Stacks of cash. So, like, if they're getting a three-year ban, what is the football team getting? Because clearly with Happy shot yeah. and dead in the backyard, uh, that like, clearly that left the door open to, like, investigate the football team, too, yeah? Absolutely. Here's French Lick, man. Oh, what did I tell you? Stop saying the word. Speaking of French Lick, uh, how's Ricky's Farm doing? Now, with that brand new tractor, probably pretty good, man. <laughs> That's a brand new John Deere. John Deere's a good brand, man. That, that tractor's going to last probably the next 30 years. Hey, man, nothing runs like a deer. None of those kids have any uh, concrete for their basketball courts as he's driving by. My grandpa loved his John Deere. He loved his John Deere. Last hot topic question. Do Butch and Neon get a NBA championship ring? No. Neon tears his knee and... Or, I mean, Butch tears his knee and Neon has problems with management and gets traded to the Lakers and... (laughs) There's this no-name point guard out of France who just dominates. Speaking of which, I did not realize that this was Shaquille O'Neal's first movie. And yeah. honestly, he's fine in it. He's, he's good. He's, a good, he's good in it. I love this movie because I did, it, like you forget well, because we grew up with Shaq. I remember with, Kazam, yes. which is not great at all. It's terrible. I grew up with, it's hammer time. It's okay. hammer time. It's me, Steel. Um, the thing about Shaq is we remember him as a bigger dude, like chubby and lovable. But you forget that at LSU and then with the Orlando Magic, he's lean and fucking mean and I, just yeah. Jacked. I will say we were texting about this last night when we were all watching this movie, and I and I was looking at Shaq in this movie, and it it it, it dawned on me I didn't realize that this movie was 1994 because Shaq to me somehow has kind of always looked the same yes, age. Yeah. So like he looks 40 in this movie, mm-hmm. but he's 22. Yeah. But he's just always kind of looked the same age. Yep. Yep. Which is, is he, just he nuts. looks. He looks like a chubbier version, but no older now than he did back then. I'm using more icy hot now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is hot topics there. As we are watching the uh, family of Ricky and and Coach Bell pray at dinner in the scene, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Tatara's Pizza at North Markley Street in downtown Greenville. Check them out. Their Clemson location has finally reopened, especially since we just had a storm come through last uh, week in Greenville, South Carolina, but check out the Tadaro's Pizzeria at North Market Street in Greenville, South Carolina. Get the Bandera pizza. It's my favorite. It's the margarita pizza with extra garlic. Holy shit, you would not want to kiss your wife afterwards. Anyway, let's move on to... What's the, wait, what's mm-hmm. the storm got to do with them last week with Tadaro's? Uh, just because it knocked out their power for the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so now we're going to do buy or sell. So instead of me asking a question to go back and forth, I want to make a statement, and the boys are going to have to either buy if they agree with the statement or sell if they disagree with the statement. And first, buy or sell is Pete Bell would demolish Bob Knight in a fight. Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, you giving that to me? Yeah. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to like which one you want. Uh, um, uh, I, I'm not to pussy. <laughs> Jesus. So are we saying, hold on, are we saying Coach Bell or are we saying uh, the actor Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte. <laughs> because I will buy it if if it's Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte <laughs> just got those crazy eyes. Bob Knight is like, I mean, he's got some anger, but like Nick Nolte has got some crazy yeah, I don't. I never have thought Bob Bob uh, Bobby Knight was crazy. Um. All right, then I am going to sell it by law. Um. Because <laughs> that's the regulations. We'll, that those we'll are see, the we'll rules. We'll see you for tax fraud if you don't. <laughs> uh, Bob Knight is going to bring weapons. Bob Knight is not coming <laughs> unprepared. He's going to bring a chair. He's going to smash you with the chair like it's a cage match. Um. No way in. No way out. Look, legend has it. Bob Knight was the inspiration behind Red Hulk. If it wasn't for Bob Knight, there would be no Red Hulk in the Marvel Universe, and I believe that 100%. Moving on to Bobby Sil- Knight Smash! <laughs> Moving on to Byersdale 2. If a broom blocks you, should you quit basketball? <laughs> <laughs> That's so silly. Um, uh, it's supposed to be a statement. Sorry. But, uh, if a broom blocks you, you should quit basketball. Um, I'm going to sell it, man. That's, they're just practicing for bigger people's hands he's an old coach he can't get up there like that against these 18 year old studs he needs to use those cinnamon brooms you ever seen the cinnamon brooms <laughs> yeah so he gets in her ear <laughs> at least make it pleasurable while you're blocking my shots <laughs> you know so much just yeah, in your face you're just a cinnamon roll at the end of it you're like oh you know what? i'm not that bad i'm, not bad. No, I, I'm gonna have to buy it uh i think that if, if you can be blocked by a broom then you need to you need to just you need to just turn it in because let, let's face it like you gotta you gotta practice how you're actually gonna play okay i get that it's a practice thing but you gotta practice as if it was the real thing at all times. That's what a good practice is. Uh, in fact, it should even be a little bit harder than what the actual event would be. If you practice a little bit harder than when it actually the, the real event comes, it's uh, it's no surprise. It's actually easier than what the practice was, and and you're playing like you're a baller. Uh, if you, if a broom, especially if a cinnamon broom, can block your ass, you need to just go ahead and quit basketball right then. You can dodge the move broom, to French League. Move to French League and start growing cinnamon brooms. <laughs> Not one Larry Bird sign. They're all for Ricky. I know this random no name <laughs> oh. high school kid. Meanwhile, like five time NBA champion. <laughs> Hero of French Lick. You, you know that this parade was definitely put up. Like Bell, like Bell organized this in like a five hour period. Right? He's driving. The like he car. got everybody to. He got everybody. <laughs> All the, the coaches mob. are like, are oh. you kidding? <laughs> that looked like the mob. I forgot they were the coaches. They were just all like, what the, what's going on here? All right, buy or sell number four. As we just spoke about French Lick. I'm sorry, number three first. You know what? Let me go to four and I'll yeah. switch because yeah. we talked about French Lick. French oh, Lick. Hold on, it's slick. Which is the greatest name of any character in any movie? Hi, it's me, Slick. I've got a, I've got a hot take. I've got a hot basketball player. You gotta find. He's in Algiers. <laughs> Algiers, Louisiana. That's where they filmed True it, Detective. For a minute, I thought he meant French Algiers, and they were gonna go to Africa. And I was like, where the fuck is this movie going? Joel and Beats, though. <laughs> anyway, sorry. and this dude's in a black coat and everything. He's looking fresh. Listen, man. he was in the military and he grew eight inches over two years. <laughs> he looks like pre Neo. <laughs> Black Neo. Yeah. <laughs> Bleo. Oh my god. It's Morpheus Neo. <laughs> he looks like he looks like nineteen eighties cowboy Curtis mixed with Neo. Oh Jerry my Curtis. God. Yeah. Fantastic. He's like if he's like if uh um oh man. Oh, you're gonna have to take this boat and you're gonna go in this underground basketball game. 
And you're gonna find this big man. Here. Right, homeboy naked. <laughs> you wanna He's see like, homos naked? He's homeboy like if, naked. Yeah, you like, like to see homos naked, that's fine. It's like if Morpheus and Lando Calrissian had <laughs> <laughs> That's what Slick looks Lando. like. He's even he he's even got like the walk. He's yes. like he's like All he needs the Hey, cape. it's me, Lando. They're going Calrissian. through a jungle right now. They're yeah. going through a jungle swamp. Down the body. That is what Louisiana, honestly, that's what part of Louisiana looks They're like. down by that water. Crossing the railroad tracks. We've got to make sure we get some boob down while we're here. Oh, man. All right, what was your question about French Lick? French Lick isn't the worst town name. <laughs> um, Bye. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah, that's real. You said you said it is the worst. Or isn't the worst? Isn't the worst? Yes. Oh, so I have to sell it and say that it is the worst, huh? Mm-hmm. French mm-hmm. lick. I don't know. The more Caleb says it, I'm gonna sell it. The more that Caleb <laughs> says it and it stares me in the eye every time French he says, "Stop saying it and <laughs> just like look in a corner of the room when you say it." Okay. I'll close my eyes. I'll close my eyes. Close your eyes and say it. God damn. I know they're also trying to make this seem like a crazy underground basketball game but like it's still daylight outside viewers we are in the scene where shaquille o'neal is introduced as neon and he is kicking ass at to be basketball. honest it's it's actually not that impressive because he's a foot taller than everyone else playing i mean it definitely looks like he's destroying uh, <laughs> the equipment every time he he, he dunks i know God, this poor just... rim this poor wooden backboard and he probably outclasses everyone by like 80 pounds too know, that he's, he's playing with. He's enormous. fucking huge. He's enormous. Yeah, and as he got older, he got thicker. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> I'm just more able to block. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. He's so big. Also, did you notice the ADR that went into this movie with Shaquille O'Neal? There's multiple points where he is playing, and it's clear that it's a voiceover audio recording yes. after the fact. Where it's him reacting and going, yeah, I did it. And it's like, you don't see his mouth moving. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't notice. That oh, nice. You were seeing, it's so weird. Were you with me at Joe's house when we watched Hercules in New York? Is it like that? I was not, but that's oh. but it's a similar vibe. It's it's called, yeah, it's ADR. Yeah. It's like, I, oh no, I'm Hercules. Yeah. Look at those pants. Yeah, those are fantastic. Oh my god. Dude, you god. can definitely see Shaq's dick in those pants too. <laughs> oh, and wow. Moose knuckles. Long. <laughs> Pretty big dick. Uh, <laughs> well, he's 7 2. Oh, oh, oh Pentecostal. You know, I'm Pentecostal. You know, I grew since, up in a Pentecostal. Since we're on the scene, I'm going to skip the number six buyer sale. Buyer sale. Coach Bell oh, was on. so offbeat in this scene. Yeah, please pay attention to his <laughs> clapping right now. It's real bad. Uh, yes, I buy it. He is. The most, he's the whitest he could be in this scene. He's like, oh, I grew up in, in the in this in this type of denomination. Yep. And then he starts clapping. You're like, I, do you think Neon knew? That's actually the buy or sell. Did Neon know that he was full of shit in that moment? You, oh, well, I would buy that, of course. Yeah, I think Neon the, knew. The whole point of Neon is that he's actually incredibly intelligent. Yeah. He just doesn't care to try when there's nothing in it for him. It's uh, culturally, what is he, he keeps referring to things as uh, culturally, culturally biased. Culturally biased. I love what Nick Nolte says. Biased. He says everything's culturally biased, man. That's true. I loved it. At least you're honest. Oh, would you? Uh... <laughs> Look at, <laughs> would you be Butch here? McCray. Butch McCray looking at these girls like they're fucking meat. <laughs> would you, uh, would you be asking me to play basketball for you? Uh, or would you be offering these things if I wasn't going to play basketball for you? No. no. Well, at least you're honest about it. So I am going to sell that about okay. McNulty being that off-key. See, black people have off the beat. base. Off-beat. Off-beat. Black people have the base, but white people have 
the mid and the treble. So he's just playing the hi hat and snare. <laughs> they're doing the bass. Yeah. Nice. That's a very good argument. It's a harmony. Buy or sell. Larry Bird connects all the white basketball kids. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason who's in this movie for like two seconds. Come on, connect me with him. <laughs> just to make it buy. Because they're, they're making, they're trying to remind you, hey, you know, white people have been known to be good at this sport as well. It's not unbelievable for a tall kid from Indiana to be good. Remember this weird looking one? <laughs> Larry Bird's like, dude, but you got to come to French Lick. <laughs> no, you got to come to French Lick. I'm going to sell it for one for only one thing. Uh, 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 I think, actually, given the number of movies Larry Bird winds up appearing in in the 90s, I don't think he's included in the movie to remind white kids that white basketball players also exist. I think he's in the movies because he needed some. He needed a new house. <laughs> and he was just like, hey, oh, is there... Hey, I'd, I'd like to imagine he's just like, hey, hey, producer, I heard that you're making a basketball movie. Can I be in it? And it's actually just Larry Bird inserting himself. <laughs> so, like, that's the only reason he's in Space Jam. He's like, you know, I play golf, too. Like, it's, <laughs> it's actually just Larry Bird looking to buy a new house. He's like, I need I need some money. Larry Bird was kind of bad with money, and he needed some, <laughs> some on the side. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, he's it's sort of like Nick Cage approach with it. Nick Cage says yes to every movie. Larry Bird's just like, hey, include me. <laughs> oh, come on, Mike. I love, I love uh, Bill Murray. Let me be in this movie with you mike <laughs> look i'll even lose you in golf it's fine well you put charles barkley in this movie fuck you man come on <laughs> your larry bird sounds eerily similar to your charles barkley yeah I'm oh, what are you talking about man just charles barkley <laughs> that's terrible that's terrible look, horrible. look at look at shaq's eyebrows here he look like he look like a young anthony davis here <laughs> look at him Look at this girl. Look at this girl. She looked like you ever see that movie Tombstone? That's one of my favorite movies. She's in Tombstone, isn't she? No, yeah. she's not actually. What is she in? I don't know, but Coach she's she does look like the woman from Tombstone. Generic white mother figure. Hold on, I've literally got the IMDb pulled up. Mary McDonald. No, see, this is my favorite part of the movie. This is where Shaq demolishes a bunch of little kids. He picks them up and throws them around. And he's like, oh, it's hammer time. She's in That's stupid. With, she's in Dances with Wolves. Yes. yes. Oh, there we go. Oh, she's the president's uh, wife. Oh. Independence yeah, Day. She is. And she yes, dies. She, she fucking eats it. Spoiler. Yes, spoiler. spoiler for 20, Independence 25 Day. 25-year spoiler. <laughs> for Independence Day. Oh, spoiler, I'm sorry, everyone. The aliens lose. <laughs> Fuck. Temporarily until 24 spoiler years later. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, speaking of this scene... Uh, Coach Bell is nothing without his ex-wife. Yeah, I buy that. It seems like none of his kids could graduate if he didn't have a, a kind of odd relationship with his the woman he divorced. If That he left a giant house to that yeah. he still comes by and sleeps in. If maybe he had cheated on her, then none of his kids could pass any of their classes, and he would be a terrible coach. So good thing he didn't cheat on her. Good thing he's not seeing anything on the side. Also good for her being like a... Like I think second grade teacher, and she coaches and she like tutors college men. That's yeah. not like exactly like the same thing. Yeah, good for her. I don't think Zoe could tutor Shaq. Maybe she could. I don't know. Uh, I I guess I have to sell it. Uh, I sell it. Uh, he he is he's. It's not that he's nothing without her. Um, it's that he's really sucky without her <laughs> <laughs> he's barely above nothing like well like i think he would be able to he would be able to manage all of these things without her if if, sir, if for some reason she just straight up wasn't in the picture right if she was like i moved she moved across the country after their divorce 
I think he could manage, but it wouldn't be as successful. And probably he probably would have slid towards happy and like the corruptness of this whole shit. Probably a lot sooner, honestly. I think she probably offers like a moral backbone for him. Um, and without that, he's still a person. He's probably a little bit more of an alcoholic. Uh, yeah. But like he could he could do it. It's just he's better for her. Speaking of which, she just took a swig. I'm sure that was like real booze and like. Nick, this has to be, like, fake for the movie. No, we, we, we are on the scene where we are... In, so here's the thought. Can you pause real quick? What What is the timestamp here? We are at the point where Happy is introduced in this movie and the whole concept of actually uh, buying players. We are almost at the halfway point of this movie and the main, like... Purpose? Like, not purpose. Point. Yeah. But, like... The conceit the, of the movie. The actual conflict of the movie of being, like, we're actually buying these... We're going to wind yeah. up buying these players is only just now beginning to be introduced. We're 47 minutes into this, yeah. not even at two Yeah, because the last movie. time this was him being, like, a normal good coach, like, recruiting, yeah. kissing up. Well, we saw that he, like, wanted these new players. So now we're coming to, finally, halfway through the movie, the actual, like, yep. and issue. Here, and Happy tells him, basically, you can't get him without me. But I think that's good storytelling. We, because it's we like, owe it to him. I think it's good storytelling because it sets up that Nick Nolte goes out of his way to try to do it the right it, way. He, he does everything he can, and the, I think the point is, it's so dirty now yeah. that he cannot succeed. He cannot, the, You need players. It's about the dudes you got on your team, and he cannot get them without breaking the rules. I guess I'll give it this. The movie has introduced the, the concept with um, with uh, Butch's mom, right? Yes. Um, it, just from a... It dips the toe because, in. Because Happy is like the primary like i guess antagonist of this movie yeah it's just interesting that we haven't seen him at all until this point of the movie yeah, this is the but we have been introduced to the concept that yep. he will like drive home can i make one request if hmm. we do pause this again rewind it to the point where the blondes walk in and then pause it there if you're going to pause this movie because they are smoke shows i did i did notice that they were call me call me old-fashioned but i like blonde chicks with large call chicks. caleb an old-fashioned <laughs> heterosexual male but i, I uh, like chicks but happy with those uh young blondes reminded me of the minnesota Whoa. vikings coach holy dutch angle <laughs> did you see that you, you could you could also pause it in the insane happy face <laughs> yeah <in there. laughs> uh, fucking, fucking uh what's his name again jt walls just being like like a fucking 45, 45 degree angle camera angle. Just going, we owe them, Bill! He is great as this character. He oh, is yeah. great as just this slime. Ball. I had a moment watching this. I, Lauren is a huge not Lauren's a huge fan. I like it, but Lauren's a huge fan. It's like her show she comes back to is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I had a moment where I would confuse J.T. Walsh with, like, the mayor character from the first, from, like, <laughs> the third season. I thought for a half second he was the dad from Home Alone. Mm. That's what he looks like. He might be, actually. He's not, but no. it looks like him, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he does look like him, but he's not. That's funny. I hate... He died in 98. Oh. Yeah. I don't like this scene at all. Like, the whole, like, what, what high school exit test would even ask the dumb question of, like, what country is north of the United States? Literally no SAT. No, no, yeah. no. It's not. She's just trying to gauge his intelligence, and she makes the mistake. He says something later. He says, you think you're liberal, but you're just a racist. She makes the mistake that a lot of people make that are trying to help and assume he's dumber than he is. Mm. That's what, and I think that's the He calls her of, out to it. Yeah, and that's the point of Neon's character. It's like everyone has has underestimated him his oh, whole life, and so he doesn't bother to care about their expectations. And he's just going to go about his life the way he feels like, and he's just decided 
Screw it. I'm me. Hang on. Watch this right here where he moves his head. Oh, wait. Hold on. The doorbell chime is draped in the wallpaper. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Holy <laughs> shit. Weird. That's, look, uh, look, 90s. That's uh, so 90s. The wallpaper thing uh, is so 90s. JT Walsh is in Sling Blade. Oh, I love I've, that movie. But I've never seen Sling Blade. Oh, my God, that's a great movie, dude. But it is depressing. Watch it when you're ready. What size is that shirt Shaq is wearing? He's already a 7'4 dude. That's Holy a 6'6 shit. shirt, for sure. His, yeah, his shirt is down almost halfway to his knees, and he's already a huge man. Yeah, he's somehow still keeping with 90s styles in his shirts. That's insane. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, next question uh, coming up here. We'll see in a second as a reminder. The kids in the college class fake laugh so hard at neon <laughs> objections in class. <laughs> yes, you caught it too? Good. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it's like somebody was in the background behind the camera going, huh? Like a maestro? Like, yeah, and laugh. now. And, nope, stop. And now. Um, I sell it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually go with, uh, they, 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 they're, they're faking it on purpose because they're all being elitist assholes. Kind of like, um, Waterboy? Yeah, like in Waterboy. Mom, mom, mama says happiness comes from sunshine. <laughs> I all right, I'll buy it. Um, that's a fake laugh because um, they're just intimidated by neon Boudreaux yeah. and this enormous fucking presence in their classroom. Like, who is this giant? Is this legal? And he's questioning the professor. And what's the professor gonna do about it? They're like, we used to have sunlight in this room. What the fuck? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, so they're just intimidated. The uh, infamous scene here with uh, Ricky trying to we are extort. On the, yeah, we're on the scene. He's like sweating his ass off and asking for $30,000 in a, in a gym bag. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Which, by the way, the balls on this kid for actually like trying to go for it. I know. He's so entitled. I mean, he he knows how good he is. He knows everybody wants him. He's like, I want 30 grand in a duffel bag. And they're like, what? The, sucky, the suckiest part, too, is that Bell actually does wind up giving it to him. He kind of loses a bit of his soul here. Uh, no, he doesn't. Yeah, they do. They give him $30,000. He goes to some, place for somebody else. Some no. lawyer does. No, somebody gives him $30,000 and his dad a new tractor. And then he plays for somebody else anyways. He plays for them. No, he plays for them. No, he doesn't. He, he does. He does, 100%. Yeah, yeah, he's the power forward. I thought he didn't, and then it was Butch and Neon. Well, Butch no. and Neon are there too. Yeah, all three of them. Are there, but yeah, then, yeah. but then Butch tries to leave. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm an idiot. Okay, you're, you're right. Fine. You're fine. Uh, next, buyer... there's a lot going on in this in the last half of this movie. Yeah, yeah. This at the point where like the the process begins really ramps up the action a lot. Uh, next, buyer sale. The Dolphins is a legit mascot. <laughs> Larry, you go first. You sure? I went yeah. first last one. Oh, okay. Uh, sell. No, the Dolphins <laughs> is so lame. It's so stupid. Uh, I like Dolphins as an animal, but that is just not a good sports name. I don't know why, but like you wouldn't call your team the Orcas. You wouldn't call your team the Swordfish. Oh my god. It's just stupid. Oh my god, I'm going to buy this, and I'm going <laughs> to actually say that I would also take this question. <laughs> yeah. that you just you listed. Would? Just think about, think about how badass an orca or a porpoise or a dolphin are, right? They're actually, they're capable of actually, like, they probably have intelligence, not maybe on the level of, like, us, but they're pretty fucking smart. They are able to, uh, to actually throw a ball, uh, unlike uh, many other animals of the ocean. Uh, and, uh, they, they literally commit murder. They will murder each other. I think my, my 
objection is that they're land animals or they're sea creatures and these sports are played on land. Like an eagle fair. would be great to like, all right, I don't know why, but when I think about sports, I think about war, right? So it's like sports were invented to train your warriors without killing each other. So I, I think mean, of, look at the mask, look at the, the mascot label good, there. What would be good Ugh. To have in a war, and a dolphin would be useless Dude, in a we war. Used to, we used to train do- dolphins to like find uh, torpedoes that had unexploded. There's the mansion. That is exactly the mansion. Work at all? Yeah, it did. No way. It 100 percent worked. If it worked good, then they wouldn't have invented like minesweepers. Well, it was cheaper. It was just cheaper to do minesweeping than to <laughs> just train a whole bunch of dolphins. No, it was forever. just yeah. It was just it's like anything in the military, man. It was just cheaper to. Actually, have minesweepers than to have dolphins do it for you. Also, PETA kept getting pissed about it. <laughs> this is a good argument. I like it. Dolphins actually also can like learn the the human language. Like they know language. Isn't the dolphin also the preferred uh, jet ski for Aquaman when he's like in the Super Friends? Right. You get two of them, and they're yeah. just like ah. Once again, if the combat takes place on land, you're doomed. Which it does because it's basketball. No, you just make sure that you have a lot of aquariums. A tank. Yeah, a tank. <laughs> <Like> an aquarium. <laughs> Buyer sale number nine. A fully loaded Lexus is too small for neon. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, you're up. Uh, I buy it. I think it should, it should. Honestly, I think that they should have gone ahead and just ripped a scene out of Police Academy and just shown him ripping the fucking front, like the, 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 the like high tower, the just front seat it. out of it and pulling the back seat forward so that he could like use it. I think they should have kept that scene. Just been like, hey man, this this movie's already had a lot of really fun moments in it. Let's go ahead and include this one as well. <laughs> hey, by the way, was that office that uh, Butch's mom was just standing in that they like got her a new job? Was that the office from The Matrix where Neo has to stand <laughs> out of the window lid? Because that because it looks strangely familiar to me. Can you go back real quick? Can you just like rewind about thirty seconds? You don't want to see uh, Ricky's dad have a hard on for a tractor? Uh, I mean, I do want to see that He's too. So but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like pull <laughs> up the, the Matrix. The Matrix. That's so funny. Office. Um. All right. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to uh, I'm going to sell it um, because Shaq's big old body squeezed himself into a, into a Buick Encore for ten years worth of commercials, and somehow we all accepted that as Bible. So, no, uh, uh, fully loaded Lexus is not too small for Neon Boudreaux. He can uh, he can get in there if he can get into his tiny Buick Encore. He can get mm-hmm. into that Lexus. All right. Did you find it, Larry? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find a picture of it. All right, we'll move on to the last one. We find that final buy or sell. Coach Bell's meltdown is the best of all time. Oh, his press conference scene? Yep. That's why I love this movie. I got to buy it. I'm sorry, Larry. I took the easy one, but I love it. They played up to the maximum of their potential, and it wasn't good enough. Not for me, not for you, not for anybody. Oh, God, I love that scene. The best seat, the best coaching job I ever did was last year. We went fifteen and sixteen. I lose that season, but they gave it their all. They gave it their all. They played up to the maximum. I can't find a, I can't find a picture of the inside of the office. Sorry. Um, sorry. What was the question again? It was the la- the end scene was what now? The is, melt, the meltdown was the, meltdown the best, best of all time. Oh, I bought it. Oh, it's as it's goat. Uh, I, I, I will sell it because there are there are other scenes that I could probably if I if I sat here and thought about it I could think of ones that. 
that pull a tear out of you as well. But that yeah. but that was like I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, and I genuinely was like, "Holy shit, this fucking scene!" And with him at the end just being like, "I quit," it's just like, it was good. Um, uh, but, but I will say. Braveheart still exists, you guys. Okay, that's true. That's and true. like, you know, Gary or or like the or the speech by Theoden before uh they, they a rush good out day. A red day. Yeah, the sun rises. Yeah, the day yeah, when they rush in to like save uh uh, uh Gondor. Gondor is just like there there are other scenes that are very similar of like here's like a big moment of this movie, a big speech moment. You know, there's a reason that's a trope. Yeah, well, every sports movie has to have the big speech, right? And, this and I do consider Lord of the Rings a, a sports a, a movie. Sports it kind movie. of is a sports movie, it's, man. It's literally it's long distance cross country walking. <laughs> it's speed walking. <laughs> it's uh, it's dressage. There's his money. Yeah, He's got thirty thousand dollars. Stacks of cash. And I, not any of them are in hundreds. They're all like literally just twenties. Like, have you guys anything? have you guys ever seen Miracle, the movie by the Miracle on Ice? Oh, yes, it's been a oh, long that, time. That yeah. speech is good too. They're the greatest players in the world. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not tonight. Not this night. We did. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we play with them. Oh god, oh god, I got chills, guys. Oh my god, I got, I got to, I'm gonna like sit here and just try to think of other sports movies. I'm such a sap. I love that. I love those like inspirational. Oh god, I'm such a sap. When it's done well, like when it's done poorly, you're just like, uh. oh, like the end. Uh, we were talking about Independence Day earlier. Oh, like, the yes. first Independence oh. Day, like when the president. Uh, we will not go down in the fight. We will not go quietly into that night. That movie is really good. And one of the disappointments about uh, disappointments about Independence Day Two is they set up like he's about to give a big speech moment, yeah, and... and then they, it just kind of farts on itself. Why? I, know. I don't know why they did that. Wait, why is Nick Nolte naked here? Nick Nolte. Specifically because... requested these scenes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? He's Every... sitting there naked with a towel oh, over him, and everyone oh, else is dressed. Oh, in the... It's a, it's a in scene jeans? with my ex-wife. <laughs> they're wearing jeans and slacks. It's like they—it's not like they were a practice. He is naked on purpose. <laughs> they are not doing anything. What? Can you? And then Neon pic- Bordeaux works in on. <laughs> take a picture of this of this scene. And just, like, <laughs> make that it. the yeah. Make yeah. that the the icon. For this episode. Why is Nick Nolte naked in every other scene in this movie? Every other person, including the woman, is wearing a belt in this scene. <laughs> and Nick Nolte is wearing hell, a ta- a towel. Hell, hell Neon is wearing uh, athletic pants and he's got a belt. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Like, like I, I just, did it. I got a nine sixty on the SAT. <laughs> like I just yeah, I just want to like see it like in the in the background of like the, the, the director. He's like. Nick, you can leave your clothes up. No, I want to just get in the towel. Can we actually talk about the scene for a second where we find out that Neon has passed the test and he's just like, no, but really, someone needs to give me $100 because I made a bet. <laughs> oh, somebody that's holding me $100. <laughs> it's like, the, oh, you just missed out on 30 Gs like just, Ricky. Like, Ricky got $30,000 and you're just asking for 100 bucks. You're fucking easy. You just got a car that's too small for you. We just gave you Alexis. <laughs> Look at this. I got a 960. I got 400 plus of my name. Neon, N-E-ON. Hammer time. Hammer time. Oh, hey, man. man. Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, he's a lot leaner than current day Shaq. That's right. I mean, he's this is 22-year-old his, his face, But his, his face is like, he, he, is, he is just grown into Yeah, hold yes. up, give me 100 bucks. Somebody owes my... Is, is there a story on the, on the earring? Because it's so iconic for him. 
That's I just think Shaq just likes big gold earrings. He too. just likes the big gold earrings. That was yeah. a thing back then, yeah. Okay. Any more Shaq's by style is very nineties. Uh, so like Shaq's style has always been very nineties, even now. Butch's shirt right now is very nineties. Oh I kind of I would wear that. Why shirt. is Ricky like sitting would, on top of Butch? You, you would wear a button down version of that shirt, not the polo. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a polo. Yeah, you will rarely see me. Uh, you'll see me if I'm at work. I've got a couple polos that I'll wear to work, but but um. Yeah, you can um, pause it right here. <laughs> I don't uh, like this look from Ricky at all. Just like eye humping this chick that we don't see the top of. Like, hey, look, look, look over here. But she's like, I'm trying to fucking learn about English lit here, man. Let, let me, let me be, let me be. Yeah, he Butch just is... like leaves the class. <laughs> like, what the? You can't I'm not gonna leave. lie. This is a very visual thing. We're definitely reacting to a TV screen on this very audio podcast. <laughs> That's a great thing. All right. Well, this has been Blue Chips again. One of Caleb's top ten sports movies of all time, and I see absolutely why. As we were watching Shaquille O'Neal yeah. argue with a professor, as he's wearing the Hulk trunks here. Oh, he's wearing purple. Uh, denim jeans. The shorts are like longer than my pants, and they're barely coming to his knees. Yeah. It's so funny. Kale, okay. Kale, this was a good choice. This is thanks, a good man. Movie. I'm glad you guys love it. I, I love this movie. I, I highly recommend this movie. Yeah, it's killer. This was good. Honestly, both. Uh, I, I think we've done. We did Vision Quest with you too. So far, your your uh, your recommendations have been good. Yeah, you're betting a thousand. You, you didn't know. even fucking watch Power Rangers for me. <laughs> I know. I still need to. I don't know where to find it, but I'll watch it. I've I'll got watch it on it. DVD. He's, I'll, he's, I'll watch it. Well, I thought you had. I'll a, watch it with you. It's wait, not it's one fine. that you, you should not watch it. By I thought yourself. you had. The, you have a DVD. I think you had the tape. No. Okay. <laughs> well, just, I, I couldn't watch at it at home. Everyone's at my parents' house. I do have the tape. I used to be able to. Hold on. Does Zoe's little gray TV have a VHS player? Yes, I can watch VHSs at the house. I'll watch it with you. I have a TV with a built-in VHS. It's one of those movies that's not so good that you should watch it by yourself. Okay. We can... <laughs> anyway. Get imagine imagine you get back and you're like, hey, Zoe, can you leave the room? Larry's going to watch Pirate Ranger. Can, can you just like, nah, nah? All right, cool. <laughs> it's a nuts movie. <laughs> Check out the Pirate Rangers podcast with Larry there as well. This has been False Start with Adrian Van. This has been Caleb Westman, Larry yep. Simpson, yep. and myself. Be on the lookout for some more episodes. We're almost to episode 100 with False no Start. Oh, shit. We're going to have to actually do some things. I know. Well, we've got, hold on. What episode are we on right now? This would be like 88 or 89? Oh, we got a while. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast and Furious movies out of the way, buddy. We well, do. There's probably 14 more by now. Right? <laughs> yeah, we haven't done one in probably six months. Yeah, we got right? to pick those back I, up. And then I, I was talking to Lindsay Heyman, who just got married, by the way. Congratulations yeah, to her and Manus. Manus, two Manus. Yeah. And uh, probably do a, another Thanksgiving theme show soon. Oh, yeah. Maybe some kind of bracket challenge. Since last year we did the draft picks, which was super fun. I may have to re-release that episode since it got uh, when I moved over servers. It got uh, what it's what are the cities called? It's like it's not deleted, but it's in a hiatus. But I can just re-release it. So. That'll be out soon, but then we'll probably do another bracket challenge soon. <laughs> we just do another Thanksgiving bracket challenge and just like and just like oh well I've been thinking about my choices from last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know Caleb's so, a redraft. We'll do a redraft. redraft. Caleb's yeah. so mad because he got turkey. He's like, how the fuck did I lose? How could I have lost? I had turkey and stuff. How did Ben lose? He A wasn't here and B was He had uh, all the softest foods. <laughs> <laughs> he had all the soft foods your grandma liked. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one that was his first pick? It was like that jello salad. Uh it was like it was like a, uh, oh, a Waldorf, a Waldorf set. No, not a Waldorf. Hold on, it was something. Uh, Watergate salad. Watergate salad. Oh. That's it. Gross. Anyway, so be on the lookout for that being re-released soon because that was a super fun time. But again, false start. Andrew, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Uh, where you at right now, and also check out uh, the button to listen to us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, 
Spotify, and also now on your Alexa app, you can actually hit uh, and say to your Echo, Alexa, play False Start podcast. But don't do that because mine just went off. This has been False Start with Andrew Van. Bye.